Hey, welcome everybody. We're back. It's um, Parenting Isn't Easy. Um, I'm Daryl. And I'm Margaret. And we're uh, we're actually back here season three and my computer just went off and just ding because I got an email. But anyways, that's a whole other thing. Um, it's a problem with doing this all <laughs> Hey, so um, does anyone out there suffer with attention deficit? Dude, look at that over there because that's what Daryl does. Yeah, so... Um, hey, so we've been, we've been gone for almost a year, pretty much close to a year that we've had, since we've done an episode, we kind of started season two and then I don't even know what happened. Life, life life happened. happened. Having a senior in high school and having a freshman in high school and having jobs and. Then I kept thinking we would do a, do some episodes whenever we were stuck in COVID land you know, it, was, it wasn't quarantine. COVID land? Well, I mean, that's kind of where we live now. I mean, now. I guess. The world. <laughs> COVID world. And then when we were stuck in that time frame in last spring, and what we just never, it was one of those things just never kind of materialized. Never came to fruition. And those are the words you're looking yes. for. And so because of all that, we really just didn't have any kind of, it just never happened. And so now... I was like, hey, we need to sit there. We kept on getting people that downloaded our podcast. The fans have spoken. <laughs> yes, people, and people would come up and say, hey, how come you quit doing your podcast? And I would just kind of scratch my head and say, there's not really a good reason. <laughs> so that's why we're back today talking about, what are we talking about today? Um, we're talking about fear and anxiety. And, and parenting. And parenting, yeah, yes. you know, that kind of goes yeah. hand in hand with the parenting podcast. Oh, I forgot to say, we, we also, the other big thing in our life is our kid left and went to college. Yeah, I don't like to talk about that. It makes me sad. I know, we're going to make us cry. But she's doing really well. She is doing really well. We're proud, Like all independent and stuff. And yeah. It doesn't need us, except, she, for, she except did, for for oatmeal. And she and she got totally got called to the um, dorm leader person's, it's, what are they called? Residence Hall Directors. Okay, yeah, because back at good old Bible college days, it was dorm pastor. But we I knew had that's not resident what they call advisors. Them. That's not what they call them at real colleges. No, that's not what they call not them. Not that Southwestern's not a real college if you're somebody who works at Southwestern and just happens to listen to my um, podcast, which I don't, yeah, random. anyways, random. So anyways, go ahead. So we're talking today, though, about, we're talking about fear in parenting and how that affects our family and how that affects us as parents. Yes, and how it can affect your kids. Um, so, you know, with all that's going on in the world today, it's there's a lot of people who have gotten some pretty significant anxiety about even just leaving their house. And um, we kind of want to talk about and speak into how we can work on not passing that anxiety onto our kids. I know sometimes it's inevitable and sometimes no matter what you do, your kid's still going to have some anxiety, but there's some things that we can do and work through and talk about and to try to decrease those. Yeah. So some people are just anxious anyways, and just the world and times that we live in, this just amplifies it. Yes. It's just made it that much worse. Um, so, you know, I know a lot of parents when they, if they struggle with anxiety, you're more likely to see anxiety in the kids, um, whether it's a learned behavior or, uh, their pre 
predisposed genetically to yeah. be more anxious. Like you were saying, some people are just anxious people. The apple don't drop far from the tree is what you're trying Just say it out loud. That's, that's basically what it is. I try to be a little more... <laughs> what's the word? Just, nice? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's No, I'm right. the nice one. You're the nice one. <laughs> they call you me Miss Margaret for a reason. <laughs> but anyways... Yes, sometimes it is just they're predisposed to be more anxious people. It's in their genetics. But that doesn't mean that there isn't things that we can do and work towards to try to lessen that anxiety and those fears. Yeah, and I think I think that's super important, especially... You know, when we look at God's word and we look the things in God's word about it, and that's it's super important for us to see that because because the Bible points out and it says, hey, and it was and I was looking at Hebrews um, thirteen six actually is where I was is what I was looking at today um, this week, and it was really it kind of just pointed out to me that it says. So we say in confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? And a lot of us, lots of times, I think we we forget that, hey, that it is. It's When we're living in a world that's, hey, we're looking at Jesus, number one in our lives. It's but yet we don't see we don't see Jesus on the day to day. It's really easy for us to allow anxiety and fear to take control. But we have to sit back and look at it and say, "Hey, really, I'm not of this world. I'm you know, I'm not. This is I'm just here, and that's um, I'm doing what God's called me to do. And that's the main thing we need to remember is that hey, whenever we look at it, people are gonna pe- people are in this and even sicknesses and other situations, they're just here for this for the moment. Right. And so we shouldn't be, so we can't let anxiety be something that takes us. And so I found this quote that I thought was really good. Um, it's by Deborah Kissin. She has um, her PhD. She's a director of an anxiety treatment center in Chicago. And she said that fear and anxiety can be uncomfortable. But they are not dangerous states and they do need not cause one to avoid living life to the fullest. And I think that's the kind of anxiety that we're seeing today is that people with all the demands that are placed on people, you walk out your door and you have to, you have to wear a mask, you have to sanitize, you have to wash your hands, you can't, don't touch that, don't get too close. Everything, and so it's easy to walk outside and feel like, I mean, especially is for this, kissing, could you imagine she, <laughs> it, for anyone, especially our kids, I mean, when you take your kids out. And you're like, oh, you got to keep your mask on. Oh, don't touch that. Oh, yeah. oh, you touch that. Now we have to wash your hands. Here's some hand sanitizer. Here, wash your hands. Plus, put hand sanitizer on. Yeah. What was and the What was the meme that was out there? It was said going out in 2019, and it was like, remember your keys and your wallet and your phone. And now it's remember your keys, your wallet, your phone, your mask, your hand sanitizer, and yeah, yeah. the whole list of stuff. Um. Yeah. And so it's easy for people to look around and think, especially our kids. Oh yeah. That and- it's not safe. Like, because you know what? This time last year, you could go out and you could, you know, say hey to your friend and give them a high five. And now if you give them a high five, you're like, oh my gosh, wait, we've got to give you hand sanitizer. <laughs> like it's. I know. And it's, 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 it's hard. Well, and, but those are real, those are real legit fears. Yes. And with that in mind, how did, how do we as parents, what's the, what's the, where do we, where do we go? What do, what do we think of when we say, Hey, how do we not not show that to our kids, that fear. So, and how do we keep that from our kids? 
It's not that you keep it from your kids. I don't think you... It's Number one, it's not your fault that if your kids are anxious or have developed some fears. Number two... I think it's important that we talk with our kids about, hey, this is what's going on. And yes, I may be, and even as a parent, say I as a parent am a little scared about this. But what can we do to work through this? Because we don't want them to just hide their anxiety or think that it's not okay to talk about how I'm scared. Or how I don't want to go to school or I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that because I'm scared I'm going to get sick or whatever the other fear may be. But we need to, as parents, make sure that there's an open conversation. You know, when I was a kid, I was always afraid to go to school just because I didn't do my homework. <laughs> That's something totally different. <laughs> Mom, I don't want to go to school. The corona. And it was that was, that was Kids, the greatest excuse ever. <laughs> not doing your homework is not a reason to not go to school. I got a quarantine. I didn't do my homework. So... What we are really talking about, though, is a lot of times our the parents' anxiety, the kids are going to pick up on that. If you're yeah. really anxious about it, they're going to be watching your step. They're going to be watching your facial expressions, your body posturing, and the words that you choose. When you, Even if you're not talking to them, if you're talking to someone else, they're going to pick up on that. They're little sponges. They're watching you all the time. Okay, so like when we're, ta- when we're talking, about, talking about that, body language specifically if i'm somebody and i'm really just scared i'm just like i think there's there are people out there still that they're still having these issues and they're still thinking through going oh what do i do and i think that's you know i think there's important for us to remember that that hey there's we want to we want to show a strong front but we want to be up front with our kids right and so i mean one of the best things to do is just to Keep a calm demeanor around your kids and don't overreact to things. Try to make sure that you stay calm and help to calm them um, because they pick up on all of that stuff. And then talk about your anxiety with them. And it may even be if you have anxiety about something and they have anxiety about something, sit down and work out a plan about, hey, how can we tackle this together? How can we work together? And we don't, we aren't saying that your kid needs to be responsible to make sure that you're not an anxious person. You can't put all of that on them, but you can definitely sit down together and work through things. And also another thing is don't assume that you're afraid of something for the same reasons that they're afraid of something. So you may have the same fear of going out, but your fear may be from something totally different than from what their fear is. So you can't. It's kind of like when your mom had the fear of you getting a tattoo. You thought that the. Right. I thought my mom didn't <laughs> want me to get a tattoo because. It was it, a biblical thing. It was thing. a biblical thing. But really, when I finally asked the question, hey, mom, why are you against tattoos? She thought I was going to get hepatitis. Yeah. And that was and that was the, that was really what it boiled down to. She thought that all tattoo shops were dirty, nasty places and that the needle would get me give me a terrible disease. So you waited till after she passed away to get a tattoo. Absolutely. Yeah, that was the only way to go. So kids, remember that. Wait no, till your mom's don't die. wait till your mom's dead. <laughs> So, but um, I think it's important, and you know, and it's one of those things. And we were, as we were talking through this beforehand, I think there's it, there is a, it's a fine line. I think it's a place where if I come in and and I am 
scattered about stuff. And if I show that, hey, that this whole change of everything has got me flustered, I think it's going to be a thing that's... What are you laughing at? Me saying flustered? flustered. <laughs> that's that's such, a legit word. such a weird word, though. But it's... <laughs> It's, it is, but that's, I don't know a better word to do it. You got me flustered now, actually, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> but if you get flustered because of, hey, all the stuff that's going along with it, then I think the the problem that happens is, is our kids, they see that. And we have to be parents that go in and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to trust God and I'm going to trust God in these situations um, to keep us safe but also, I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust all these things that we we we've been told by you know. And you can be like, oh, I don't want to wear a mask. I can you know, and just and be frustrated with it. Um, and in that, or be like worried that other people aren't wearing masks. But really, it's just hey, do your stuff. Understand that hey, we're we're moving forward and we're doing our best we can. And stuff happens. And if you do, if you something bad happens, it happens. Right. And so that's something, I mean, you can talk about, hey, you know, I, I understand that you're scared about this, but is it really going, what's, what, what can hurt? What's yeah. it going to hurt? Like that quote said that it's, they're not dangerous states and they don't need to keep you from living life to the fullest. Just because you're afraid of something doesn't mean that it can hurt you. I yeah, mean, and that's I mean, and that's the thing. Like, if you're afraid, if you're afraid of something, don't let something let that. Look, don't be that person. Have the courage to step out and say, "Hey, I'm gonna be. We're gonna we're gonna find the safest way to do these things, but we're still gonna do. We're gonna do what we what we do because that's what God's called us to do." Right. And if there is a big fear that you know, you can break it down with the kids and talk about, "Hey, let's do some baby steps of how we can get through this problem together." Yeah. First, let's just do one little thing and and plan it out. And then once that baby step is taken, move on to the next one. And look it, at you, Dave Ramsey, in it. Baby steps. No, we are not talking about finances. <laughs> this is, um, so you break it down into small steps. And that's literally, I mean, baby step. I'm, I was joking about Dave Ramsey thing. I but know. But that is a great, it is a great, it is, it's a great idea though. Break it down to small steps. So, you know, how do you, what are your, what are your steps? Say you're, when you're, what, what keeps you from that? What do you think? What keeps you from doing baby no, steps? No, no. What? How, what are your baby steps? What, like, what, I don't have. It, it depends on the problem. Oh. If it's something, if it's about going to school or getting out of the house, then plan a, just a drive to where you're out of the house, and yeah. maybe you don't ever get out of the car, and that could be baby step one. Or if you're afraid of heights and that's your anxiety or your fear, then go a little higher. Yeah. Until you kind of then until you overcome it. And then at each little step, once you have made progress, reward reward your kids and be like, oh, you were being so brave. I love how you're being yeah. brave. Hey, let's, because you did this, let's get an ice cream cone. Yeah, I think that's important to do. I think, get and an I ice think cream it's, cones. It's always important to get ice cream cones. But it's, but I think that is, I mean, that may be the case is going out to get ice cream cones, you know, doing drive throughs or it may be a thing of going to the park or going to places that, yeah, start you know, small. things like that. If you're afraid of going with it, to places where there's other people, go to the park and go for a walk around the trail where you're not touching stuff or things like that. Um, or, you know, just figure out a small way, like we we do this with our goals at school, is we break them down into small steps of what we need to get to the big step. Yeah. Um, and it can be a little tiny, tiny steps too. Yeah. 
Um, and then there is, a, it's really important to find um, a support system um, for those people, for parents especially, um, and help you know that, hey, you're not the only parent that has anxiety. There's yeah. others, other people out there who struggle with that. And look for a support system, whether it's through your church, um, a mom's group, find a mom's group on Facebook. Um, yeah, and I've had, you know what, and here's the thing, being in, in my role as family pastor, it's nonstop that I have, I, the, the conversation over the last six, seven months has been, um, hey, I'm concerned about this, or hey, my child's concerned about this. And that's been a continue, and that's one reason why I wanted to talk about this today, is literally because it it is. It's been a thing where lots of people are still scared, and there's, you know, and you're seeing more and more people do stuff and step out and just say, hey, we've got to do this. But really, um, talk to those people at church. Don't be afraid to be real. Vulnerable. Yeah, vulnerable, real. Uh, yeah, with people that in that way. Because you'll find more often than not, other parents are thinking the same thing that you're thinking, and they're scared to talk about it too. Yeah. But if you can find a small group that you can... Um, what do you need to talk about, Margaret? I don't have much anxiety. <laughs> oh, good, thanks. Um just, but just be vulnerable here with me. Even and, if it's just you and me right here. Yeah, and every <laughs> those people in Germany. <laughs> those random people in Germany that download our podcast. Um, so even if it's just reading a blog about um, another mom or following an Instagram account about a mom who struggles with anxiety and what she can do and help to overcome it, so that you don't feel like you're alone because you're not alone, and there's lots of people out there that want to help and make sure that you're safe and make sure that you're passing on those good things to your kids. So if you have a kid who's showing some anxiety and they, and you need to know like some things to do to work through those things, validate their feelings. Validate them. Um, I think this is a good spot to use I statements that, you know, Hey, it's, I hear that you're scared. I hear that you're worried. I hear that you don't want to do this. And let them know that it's okay to have a place to express those feelings. It's okay to talk about that you're scared or you're worried, and that you may not want to do something. And those, you know, those are great things to do. And because in children's ministry and in school and education, I think we forget we we use those things all the time, but we forget to use those in parenting a lot of times. I know for for me, I validate and I use those I statements. And it's funny because I'll go into the nursery and I val use that validation stuff. And the kids are like, yes, I do want my mommy. Yeah, that, I hear you it, want it your mommy. It always mommy's, helps. But mommy's at church right now. But She's learning about Jesus. Then I think the thing we have to remember is for our own kids, we can say, hey, I hear that you're scared. I know that you're scared. I'm I'm scared too. And but let, this is what this is what we believe. Yeah, and this is how we can pray about this. We can And this pray. is what we can do to be safe. Yes, and this is this is why we wear a mask or yeah. this is why we hold on to the handrail when we're going up and down the stairs or Right. Um we talk about the plan, validate their feelings, talk about the plan, reinforce the plan. Um another thing you want to do is just make sure that you're setting the tone of having a positive outlook on things. Don't ask misleading questions or leading questions that are like, so are you really nervous about going to school? <laughs> like, that's a bad question. <laughs> don't, don't don't ask that. 
do you do you do you do you really do you hate daddy or you, wow that escalated you, wow I mean, like, I'm just saying, maybe I'm sorry. you maybe you need to talk about some stuff uh, maybe I don't know but no I'm just sitting there thinking I'm just like because that's the thing you get you I just one of those things I'm sorry it totally went someplace different but anyways yeah go ahead. Don't ask, so don't ask them if they're nervous about ask them hey how do you feel about yeah, going to school questions. Um, stay calm with them. If you, if they ask you a question that you don't know the answer, say, you know, I don't know the answer, but we can find, we can find it. We can look into it together and figure out what we need to do. Um, and then even you can have them start a list of questions or you can both work together on a list of questions of what do we need to be, to help us feel better about the situation. Help them think positively. So I know this is a question that I would always ask my kids um, when they would get home from school. I'm like, hey, what's your what was your favorite part of the day? A lot of times they're like, eh, I didn't have a favorite part. Yeah. Um, I know I do this at kids camp when kids are pe- feeling like they're having some separation anxiety. I'm like, hey, listen, we're going to call your mom. We're not going to call your mom, but we're going to record her a really awesome video. And we're going to tell her about all the things that you loved about today. Yeah. So tell me what your favorite thing was. It's amazing how that helps. Yeah. And then that anxiety that that because that's as big of anxiety for some kids as anything. Yes. That separation anxiety. And so then they'll start thinking about, oh, you know, I really enjoyed going to the lake or I really enjoyed this part of school. And then it helps them focus on the positive things of those experiences instead of the negative things. Don't tell me about what bad happened first. Let's start with the positive. You can hear about the bad things, but then always wrap it back up with, okay, so tell me something else that you enjoyed. Yeah. Um, And then, or if you haven't been, you can ask them about what they're looking forward to in the next day. Um, Another thing that we talk about is routine. And so don't play it. Oh, that's just making sure it worked. <laughs> I'm worried about it. This I can't get it to go past this point right here. So that's what so I'm anyways, have routines. Have set, kids thrive on routine. Sorry, We've, this this the episode already clipped out once today, and so we had to start geez. again. So I'm just checking to make we, sure that our program is. Well, then working stop talking so I can get through my stuff. Well, get through your stuff. Why not you? I was waiting on you. Have routine. It's important. And then I think the most important thing to remember is be flexible. If things don't work out like you had planned them or your baby steps didn't go exactly like you wanted them to go, it's okay. It's okay. You can change the plan. Yeah. You're right. Is that it? That was it. Dude, you did so good. I'm, you were like, hey, I'm gonna, you, you told me you didn't even feel prepared for this thing. And you're like going way over our normal time. <laughs> Margaret. It's the year off. I don't You need to talk to everybody. Our people in Germany need to know. At at the end of last year, I didn't have anything else left to say. <laughs> so Alright. Well hey, we'll be back. We're gonna put together some episodes over the next several weeks and we will be talking with everyone. Um it's great to be back talking with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um check us out each Tuesday. Um, we'll be here at Mercy Gate Church. There's nothing really big coming up at church because we we live in COVID. So um, we'll talk to you later. Bye.
face Wonder why you even tried in the first place It's like morning 